0: This is the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. It is Wednesday, the 21st day of February, 2024. You probably heard the old expression regarding closing the barn door after all the pigs got out. It also applies in reverse in the United States of America. It appears that only now over three years after Gropy Joe Biden was warned by me, by the rest of the mainstream conservative press, by talk show hosts and protesters, by Republican House of Representatives members and Republican senators about the tens of millions of pigs that slipped over our southern border disguised as so-called undocumented migrants that he now suddenly feels the need to speak out. After three years of lying to the American people directly through his vice president and through those below him on the food chain, claiming that our border is secure, claiming there is no migrant crisis, Joe Biden now has zero choice because we're getting closer to the November elections and the American people are sick to death of seeing the tens of millions of illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing, invading migrant criminals coming across our southern border. Biden has no choice now except to admit that there is a crisis. But he tries to blame Donald Trump, of all people, for that crisis. He tries to blame what he calls the MAGA Republican wing of Congress for the crisis that he, Joe Biden, created. He won't take the blame for the border blunder he has caused. He's trying to blame Congress and half of the American population are dumb enough to believe Biden's lies. They don't actually research anything. They don't look at actual factual history. Biden is trying to blame those he calls MAGA Republicans, but he forgets The Democratic political party controlled both houses of Congress for the first two years of Biden's supposed presidency. And during that two years, a minimum of 5 million illegals entered and were caught by Border Patrol, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and Customs and Border Protection as many as 15 times 5 million additional gotaways simply slipped through the cracks undetected altogether. And all of the gotaways are still here. And over 85% of the ones that we caught were simply given a free pass, a free ride, a free phone, free clothing, free food, free hotels, and free health care on the hopes that one day they might be allowed to vote. And when that day comes, it is Joe Biden's hope. It is Camel Toe Harris's hope. It is Chuckles the Clown Schumer's hope. It is George Soros and Barack Hussein Obama's hope that those will vote Democrat. This is what Joe Biden has done to America, not for America, to. America. Now that all the pigs have gotten through the open doors and are in the barn eating the food, Biden now says he may have to take action to close the barn door and essentially let the additional pigs remain, using up our resources, taking from the system, and for the most part, be allowed to remain here unvetted, unchecked, untraceable, untrackable till the end of time. His whipping boy, the quota hire, Alejandro Mayorkas, who checked off the Latino box on Biden's DEI checklist, under impeachment for dereliction of duty, lying to Congress, and a host of other issues, thinks that he is actually doing a good job. After impeachment, hopefully, he'll realize he's not. Meanwhile, Senator Rick Scott asks the so-called border czar, Cameltoe Harris, to preside over that impeachment trial of Alejandro Mayorkas, saying you should be keenly interested. The title of an article by Josh Christensen in the New York Post begins, Rick Scott, the Florida Republican congressman, said in a letter to Cameltoe Harris, the vice president, the supposed border czar, quote, When President Biden appointed you as the border czar in early 2021, he tasked you with stemming the migration to our southern border, after Mr. Scott noted the record-setting number of illegal crossers into the U.S. Mr. Scott continued, in accepting that appointment, you acknowledged the need to, quote, deal with the root causes, unquote, of the flows of illegal immigration across our southern border. As such, you should be keenly interested in learning whether a high-ranking member of your administration is one of those root causes through his willful and persistent refusal to enforce our country's immigration laws, frustrating the very core function of your role as President Biden's so-called border czar. Unquote. The two impeachment articles approved by the House of Representatives last week fault Alejandro Mayorkas for failing to enforce federal immigration laws, for lying to Congress about the U.S. border being secure, and for flouting subpoenas from the committees tasked with investigating him. I doubt Kamel Harris will want to preside over the impeachment of one of her cohorts in Democrat land, but she may not have much of a choice. Under our United States Constitution, a document that is often flouted by the Democratic political party and ignored, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court must preside over Senate impeachment trials of United States President. But the Vice President or Senate President Pro Tem is tasked with sitting in on trials for federal judges and cabinet-level officials. The House only has to approve impeachment by a majority vote, whereas the Senate must convict by a two-thirds majority. Senate President Pro Tem is Democrat of State of Washington Patty Murray, and she is expected to receive the articles of impeachment on Tuesday, and she is expected to oversee the Senate trial because Senate Majority Leader Chuckles the Clown Schumer, the Democrat from New York, tapped Patty Murray to preside over the trial. It remains unclear whether the effort will fall on an impartial initial procedural vote or it will fail in the Democrat-controlled upper chamber. There will absolutely be many who believe this case merits removal from office and will vote accordingly. This according to a Senate GOP aide who previously told the New York Post, quote, since Democrats control the chamber, it's basically certain that the vote will fail if Schumer allows it to happen in the first place. But never in American history has an impeachment occurred where the Senate has refused to vote on the matter. So if Schumer kills it procedurally without a vote, it would be unprecedented. And I would then think that Chuck Schumer should be impeached for failing to do his duty, not to do a favor for the Republicans, but to do his duty to move forward with those impeachment articles. The latest so-called official figures from Customs and Border Protection state that more than 7.2 million illegals have been apprehended on the U.S.-Mexico border during the president's tenure. And at least 1.8 million gotaways have evaded arrest while entering the country unlawfully. The key word here is known gotaways. So there's 9 million that they're admitting to that are here. And we know that it's more like 54 million at minimum. We suspect the number is much higher. So will it be Camel Toe or will it be Murray? Or will this impeachment even see the light of day? The question remains a mystery. And given the Democrats' history, any type of impeachment against a Democrat is always bucked, and any impeachment against a Republican is always followed through. The Democrat double standard, alive and kicking. You are listening to Steve C and the Truth Hurts program. The message is so clear that even a child can understand it. Meanwhile, race-baiting beggar and known crap-stirring attorney Ben Crump, a man who loves to be on the camera, says that ending crime in the U.S. is as easy as changing the definition of crime. You heard me correctly. We simply don't call it crime anymore, and then you can't convict someone of a crime. That's his opinion. That's what this clown had to say. Dr. Carol Swain says the notion of changing the definition of crime in order to end crime is ludicrous, and she's not talking about rap artist-turned-movie actor Christopher Ludacris Bridges. Upcoming will be a three-minute audio clip of Dr. Swain, an African American political scientist and legal scholar, speaking out against the stupidity of Ben Crump's position. And some of Ben Crump's ridiculous ramblings will be sprinkled into this audio clip. Before I start the clip, I must say that I agree with Dr. Swain. You can no more end crime by calling criminal activities non-crimes than you can end illegal immigration by simply calling illegal immigrants another name like undocumented asylum seekers. Any more than you can call a man a woman just because he tucks his tinker between his legs and puts on a little makeup. The law is the law. Science is science. Crime is crime and violating the law in any way makes you a criminal. Let's go to that cut.
1: One of the reasons that we have so much violent crime and disrespect for law enforcement in America is that we have prominent individuals like Benjamin Trump given this narrative that's rooted in Marxism that the crimes that black Americans and maybe other minorities have been arrested for, that somehow these are biased, somehow, this targets them i think it's ludicrous in fact if i were listing the crimes there are some things that they're not being arrested for that i would arrest them for it's like they come up with things to profile us for and so whatever laws were made i i believe this with thing in my heart we can get rid of all the crime in america overnight just like that and people ask how attorney crump change the definition of crime mm. of course if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal you can predict who the criminal is going to be that sound it sounds like
0: we're criminal though yeah our existence no is the culture well, they made the no, no, no. laws they that made the
1: law to criminalize our
0: culture to fit up. black culture mm-hmm.
1: when a respected civil rights attorney like ben crump says that the crime problem in america is just because of the way we define crime That's problematic because we know uh, that progressives have redefined just about everything in America. They've redefined marriage, they've redefined family, they've redefined gender. So we're gonna redefine crime, really? We need uh, laws to be obeyed and we need uh, a public that's informed. And, And under no circumstances should we uh, redefine crime so that it isn't crime. Are we gonna redefine murder? Are we gonna redefine rape? No, we don't wanna go down that path. So what he is what saying is false, it's problematic, it will lead to the loss of black lives. And unfortunately, people who are not well-educated, people or people who have been indoctrinated with Marxism, they will believe him, and that will be unfortunate for America. I mean, the black community, and I'm a part of the black community. I have two sons, I have grandchildren, I have great-grandchildren. I fear for them. I fear for them because of the messages that are coming from leaders. And instead of telling young black people, you know, to respect authority and how to be successful, like what did Benjamin Trump's parents tell him? I bet you they didn't tell him anything like what he is telling black America. You know, if those men, We're having a conversation about how to improve conditions in the Black community, I mean, that would be so exciting because crime in the Black community and the future of young Black men and their lives will not change as long as leaders run away from the problem. There are people in every community that are out there working to try to reduce Black crime, working to try to change their neighborhoods, but unfortunately, they are undermined the likes of Benjamin
0: Crump and there you have it common sense coming from this black woman saying hey Benjamin Crump you're wrong you can't just believe this lie of Marxism that the laws in the United States of America were only written to demonize black people theft is theft murder is murder rape is rape carjacking is carjacking Illegal drugs are illegal drugs, whether they're performed or perpetrated by Whites, by Blacks, by Asians, by Native Americans, by Russians, by Hispanics. It is irrelevant. If you violate the laws that are on the books, you are a criminal. But Dr. Swain said it best, the progressives, the liberals, the woke Democrats in this country have already successfully tried to redefine gender, marriage, family. And now they want to redefine crime so that if a black person commits murder, it's not murder. It's just a life that got taken. And if it's not a crime, then we can't prosecute them for it. Standing in the room where Ben Crump was speaking during the video that I just watched and played the audio portion for you was Al Sharptongue and a couple of other black, I call them crap stirrers, community organizer types. The only one that was missing from there was Jesse, Jack's son, you know the Reverend, but I don't think he's in the forefront of Blafrican politics anymore. Maybe he's too old, maybe he's sick, Maybe he just doesn't resonate with that message anymore. But Ben Crump claiming that if you redefine crime, you'll have less black criminals is the most ludicrous thing I've heard all day. You're listening to the Truth Hurts program. A major supermarket chain has told Pepsi and Frito-Lay, bye bye You're not welcome in our stores anymore because your prices have gone up too In a move against what it considers unacceptable price increases, a European supermarket chain has announced it will remove all PepsiCo products from their shelves. Not a big fan of Pepsi anyway, so no big loss there. Meanwhile, Allison Anton writes in the Western Journal, Michigan, the state of, tries to convince residents to pick up immigrants at the airport, house them, feed them, clothe them, and help them find jobs. You heard me correctly. Michigan, a Democrat liberal union state. Leave it to gropey Joe Biden and his administration to let the American people clean up the mess created by Biden's terrible policies. Today's mess in question is one of many resulting from unchecked, unfettered illegal immigration, specifically, Where to house the deluge of illegal immigrants pouring over the border unlawfully every day? The Democrat-run state of Michigan has decided that the best option is to ask their citizens to figure it out. Seriously. On February 12th of this month, the Office of Global Michigan, which is part of the State Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity, released a statement encouraging residents to volunteer to sponsor refugees. You heard me correctly. Massachusetts Lieutenant Governor Driscoll last year came right out with it asking residents, if you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting an immigrant family. Housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Now Michigan isn't outright asking people to take in illegal aliens, just to secure and prepare initial housing. Other blue states, of course, have been more direct. Michigan's statement reads, sponsors are expected to provide support to newly arrived refugees for 90 days through acts such as greeting refugee newcomers at the airport, securing and preparing initial housing, enrolling children in school, and helping the adults find unemployment. Well, that, my friends, is asking the Democrat and Republican residents of Michigan to do the job that Joe Biden, border czar Camelto Harris, and DHS Secretary under impeachment Alejandro Mayorkas refused to do. It's very difficult for me to imagine people jumping at a chance to babysit criminals, especially illegal immigrants they've never met people who violated our most sacred and sovereign border laws. And if they're willing to break that major law, then how do we know they're not going to rob you blind, rape your daughters, bring drugs into your house, and steal everything you have? Or simply become squatters and you end up on the street while they remain? After all, you would be opening the door and rolling the welcome mat out to them, and perhaps Because there is a language barrier, those people may not understand. Maybe they thought you were just going to give them your house. The reward appears to be wokeism brownie points, which for most people isn't much in the way of compensation. Another thing, Americans are deeply unhappy with the current illegal immigration crisis brought on by Joe Biden and his administration, and specifically how the federal government state government, and local governments in mainly blue states have mishandled the situation. From booting children from their recreational centers and schools to kicking elderly veterans out of nursing homes, actions that have been taken by blue state governments aren't calculated to make resident citizens very willing to open their homes and their wallets and their daughters' bedrooms to illegal criminal Lawbreaking, trespassing, invading migrants. Stories have come out almost daily about migrants illegally crossing the border and then committing hyenas crimes against American citizens. Not every illegal immigrant is a violent criminal, but every illegal immigrant is a criminal to some degree. They violated our border law, and that, despite what Ben Crump tells you, is illegal. It's undeniable the risk is there. So is this really the best plan that Democrats could come up with? The fact that this is even being asked of residents of the state of Michigan and others speaks to the massive failure of the Biden administration when it comes to his obvious mishandling of our border. Why should the American people be on the hook directly for now taking direct care of the millions of illegal immigrants that Joe Biden has let in when they're already seeing their tax dollars and government resources being wasted on people who do not belong here. The cities, the states, the federal government are unable to support these people who should have been turned back, deported immediately upon arrival. The blame for the crisis and by extension, the responsibility for handling this crisis belongs to no one except Gropy Joe Biden. I told you a while back that I don't take advertising. I don't do promotions. I will give credit where credit is due. I mention the names of the authors of the articles that I quote or take excerpts from here on the Truth Hurts program. And I want to apologize in advance, but I do not know the name of this News Nation reporter. Uh, or what is he a anchor, I guess, but I will say for a fact that I agree with about 99% of what this gentleman said on news nation. And I'm going to play this five minute clip before we end today's episode of the truth hurts program, because every word this guy says is a valid point.
2: Honestly, when Democrats show you something shiny, what else are they covering up folks this showdown over the border is taking the news cycle away from what the true intention of this mass migration actually seeks to achieve what's that altering the electoral districts by influencing the census folks when joe biden took office he unilaterally started including illegal immigrants in the census i I know they can't vote but that doesn't matter most ignored it most people didn't think it was a big deal but it is why do you think the left is freaking out now that Republican governors have started sending the, blue, the migrants that are going to deep blue cities all over the place? Why are they getting so angry about that? Because that will have the opposite effect of their plan. And, and, and when they get moved here by people like Greg Abbott, where do the Democrats send them then? Well, in New York's case, upstate. Why? That's a whole lot of red, not a lot of blue. And a mass flow of migrants to offset the census will allow Democrats to redraw congressional lines, lines that are more favorable to Democrats. It's gerrymandering in its finest under the guise of helping poor little migrants. You don't have to win the district if you can change who's in it. Move enough people around and you can rope big cities that vote reliably blue into previously red rural districts and turn them blue overnight. All because you changed the census, moved a couple lines around on the district without casting a single ballot case in point look at connecticut why does the fifth congressional district here have a weird shape off to the right i'll tell you the entirety of the fifth district outside of that very little part on the right there is very very conservative but it's also rural democrats needed to pull in the very left-leaning city and the suburbs of hartford to offset that to ensure democratic electoral victories in every district connecticut's basically a square there's a reason that all five districts are not And the left is going to do this in every single state by moving huge numbers of migrants to wherever suits them to redraw these lines. And they have 20 million migrants to move around. Do that math. Each congressional district is comprised of about 750,000 people. Most districts are plus or minus one to four points in either direction during an election. Republicans hold a two-seat majority right now. If Democrats can move enough of the 20 million people to congressional districts to include one part of a densely populated liberal blue city into a red rural area like they did in Connecticut, they take back that House seat. Cities are 20 to 30 points in favor of Democrats in most places. Who cares if they have to shift? 10 of those points into another district. Next, why do you think they want work permits for migrants? Well, because you can't have illegals working on state and federal bank jobs. But what has Biden been pushing for? The largest investment in infrastructure since Dwight Eisenhower's interstate highway system. Huge, unaccountable infrastructure spending at the sole discretion of his Democrat buddies and the labor unions. What jobs will most of the migrants fill? No, they're not getting hired at Raytheon, guys. They're going to be mostly unskilled labor. Labor for big state and federal grant infrastructure jobs. Build those bridges, those highways, and other infrastructure projects in those congressional districts that Democrats want to change. Boom. You don't even need them to vote. But even better, if you can fast-track their ability, which Dems are counting on. And this is where the Texas conflict comes in and the recent gift the Supreme Court just gave them. The Democrats are hoping this gets totally out of control. This disarray is a feature, not a bug. They will then come to the table with what they call a compromise. And the Senate, with Mitch McConnell, has already gotten some Republicans on board with some of this stupid stuff. These are crazy initiatives, like you see there at the bottom, expedited work permits. We talked about this yesterday. Wait till this thing blows up between state and federal officials, and then they'll come into the table and say, Oh, hey, you know what, Republicans, you, you might have been right about this. this. This actually is really bad. I tell you what, we'll build a wall if you give citizenship or voting rights to all the ones that are already here. Republicans will probably cave, as they always do. I, I know it sucks, but when they do, pow, without even knowing it, they'll be eliminated from enough House seats for the next 25 years that Democrats will control the budget, the law process, and even impeachments. And Republicans never saw it coming. This is about votes, that's all. The largest majority margin of victory ever was 17 million under Ronald Reagan versus Mondale. He won 49 states. The left has imported more than 20 million people into this country and they're banking on a compromise from Republicans to allow massive amounts of them to vote. But the crazy thing is they don't even need to. I just told you why. It is in fact that the overwhelming majority of first time voters, new migrant citizens, vote Democrat.
0: Now, if this sounds familiar to you. This gentleman, and again, I apologize, I don't have his name, he was on News Nation, but this gentleman has echoed something I have been saying on the Truth Hurts program for quite some time now. They don't need to vote Democrat. They just need to corral enough illegal immigrants into areas that are traditionally red to twist and shape the congressional districts to look more purple or blue, and they will take the presidential election by electoral college and the popular vote be damned. And as always, if you like what you hear, please tell a friend, a co-worker, a neighbor, a family member, or especially someone with whom you disagree on the subject of politics. It will make their heads explode to listen to the Truth Hurts program. All right, folks, I've run out of time for this edition of the Truth Hurts Program. Go out there and make it a great day. We will see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts Program. Opinions express their protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Nautics. Copyright 2024, the Truth Hurts Program Network. All rights reserved.